Hello, this is Jude from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 1st of July. India recorded over 48,000 new coronavirus cases, taking the infection tally to 3.04 crore. The death toll has increased by 1,005 in the last 24 hours. With this, the total fatality rate stands at 3.99 lakh. All these figures, however, are widely believed to be undercounts. Gujarat-based pharmaceutical company Zydus Cadillac today said it has applied for emergency use authorization of its COVID-19 vaccine Zycov-D in India. According to an interim study, it shows an efficacy of 66.6%. Approval for Zycov-D will make it the fifth vaccine authorized for use in India alongside Moderna, Covishield, Covaxin and Sputnik V. According to the Hindus report, Chhattisgarh recorded over 43,000 excess deaths between April and May during the second wave of the coronavirus pandemic. The excess deaths were calculated using the data obtained from the state's civil registration system. Meanwhile, not all of the excess deaths were due to COVID-19. The diversion of healthcare resources majorly for COVID patients showed the possibility that many patients with other ailments may have failed to access treatment. A survey conducted by the All India Institute of Medical Science Patna found an abnormal rise in blood sugar level in people who were infected with coronavirus during the second wave of the pandemic. According to NDTV, the telephonic survey by Ames Patna covered around 3000 people who were treated for COVID-19. The survey was also used to advise the recovered patients about corrective steps such as proper diet and exercises that may help them in the long run. All India Institute of Medical Sciences director Randeep Guleria today said that there isn't much data on Delta plus variant to suggest it is more infectious and causes more deaths or has developed a significant immune escape mechanism. Apart from suggesting covid appropriate behavior, he also said that more research data is needed before implementing a policy to mix doses of different vaccines. The Mumbai police today arrested another accused in relation to the alleged fake vaccination racket in the city. The person was held from Maharashtra's Baramati city. He is reportedly the 12th arrest in the case. In other news, an expert panel of the Central Drug Authority yesterday recommended against granting permission to the Serum Institute of India for conducting the phase 2 trial of Covovax on children aged 2 to 17 years. Serum Institute had applied to DCGI on Monday seeking permission for conducting a trial of Covovax on 920 children at 10 sites. The Indian Medical Association said that around 800 doctors died during the second wave of the pandemic. The majority were from Bihar and Delhi. However, the association added that the analysis is underway to assess how many were fully vaccinated or had received one jab. According to the IMA data, more than 1500 doctors have died of COVID-19 in India till date. The second wave of the pandemic caused a surge in COVID deaths. In Rajasthan's quota, women who lost their husbands to COVID are struggling on many fronts. Apart from financial issues, they often face social stigma due to their widowhood the state government has announced that these women will receive monetary help under the palanhar scheme but several women said that they have received nothing so far do watch akansha kumar and shivangi saxena's video report titled kota's covid widows are victims of state neglect akansha and shivangi were in rajasthan to cover the crisis you can check out all their videos on newslaundry.com alongside similar ground reports from states like maharashtra and uttar pradesh It takes a lot for a small team to be able to do this especially since we are a 100% ad free news platform that doesn't depend on advertisements corporations or governments we depend on subscribers who fund us and they are the reason why we are able to bring you podcasts videos interviews and a lot more so if you aren't a subscriber already head on to our website and click on the red subscribe button on top and help us continue the work we are doing subscription is as low as 300 rupees a month only pay to keep news free 
Globally, the coronavirus disease has infected over 182.1 million people and killed more than 3.94 million since the pandemic broke out in December 2019, according to Johns Hopkins University. A special NIA court today cleared activist and Assam MLA Akhil Gogoi of all charges under the UAPA for the alleged role in violence in Assam during the citizenship law protests in December 2019. Gogoi will likely be released from the jail later in the day. Along with Gogoi, NIA special judge Pranjal Das also acquitted three of his associates, Dehrjia Konwar, Manas Konwar and Bitu Sonowal, in connection with the Chandmari case in which they were accused of having Maoist links. The three others were already out of custody on bail. Gogoi has been booked under the UAPA in two cases. Last month, Gogoi and two of his associates were acquitted in one of the two cases. The Supreme Court today declined the Delhi police's plea against a Delhi High Court order in connection with the case of an alleged assault on former Chief Secretary Anshu Prakash in 2018. The Delhi High Court in October had directed the Delhi police to provide a statement of one of the witnesses of the case to Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal and Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia. A bench of Justices D.Y. Chandrachud and M.R. Shah dismissed the police's line of argument that the statement cannot be shared with the accused and said that as per natural justice, it is common sense that the accused must have the copy. The bench also observed that it might be a political hot potato, but legally nothing. Anshu Prakash had alleged that the Aam Aadmi Party MLAs had assaulted him in Kejriwal's home on February 19, 2018. In the charge sheet, the Delhi police had named 13 Aam Aadmi Party legislators, including Kejriwal and Sosodia. Kejriwal and Sosodia were booked under several sections of the Indian Penal Code, including criminal conspiracy. Delivering the 17th Justice P.D. Desai Memorial Trust Lecture, organized by the Praline Trust on the Rule of Law, Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana said yesterday that the mere right of the public to change their ruler once every few years by itself need not be guaranteed against tyranny. Emphasizing on public discourse, he pointed out that despite large-scale inequalities, illiteracy, backwardness and the alleged ignorance amongst the Indian masses, they, citizens, have performed their duties reasonably well. However, he added that now is the turn of those who are manning the key organs of the state to ponder if they are living up to the constitutional mandate. CGI Ramana also upheld the judiciary cannot be controlled directly or indirectly by the legislature or the executive or else the rule of law would become illusory. He further stressed that it was imperative to start a discourse on how social media trends can affect the institutions. The Allahabad High Court yesterday refused to grant protection to three interfaith couples. The High Court cited non-compliance of the Uttar Pradesh Prohibition of Unlawful Conversion of Religion Act 2020 in the matter. The couples had approached the High Court seeking protection from family members who were allegedly threatening them. Meanwhile, in an order dated June 25th, the High Court had observed that the couples did not follow the mandatory requirement of submitting a declaration form before the district magistrate 60 days prior to conversion. In the first case, a Muslim woman got married to a Hindu man and converted to the Hindu religion. She had presented before court a certificate by a Sanskar Adhikari of the Arya Samaj, but the court denied it on the lack of basis of appropriate evidence of conversion. Similar prepositions were given by the High Court in the other two cases as well. Uttar Pradesh is among a host of BJP ruled states that have enacted anti-conversion laws to penalize love jihad, a term forged to push the conspiracy theory that Muslim men charm Hindu women into marrying them with the sole purpose of converting their brides to Islam. In other news, the Allahabad High Court today also observed that a journalist is not expected to dramatize a sensational and horrifying event and make news by putting his actor in a pitiable condition in danger of death. This came during a hearing of a bail plea moved by journalist Shamim Ahmad. He and Noshad Ahmad are accused of inducing a man named Surendra Chakraborty 
to die by suicide so that they could film the incident and telecast it. They were charged under penal sections including abetment of suicide. Refusing to grant bail to Ahmed, Justice Vikas Kunwar Srivastav said there was enough material against the journalist to prove him guilty. Hundreds of protesters have taken to the streets in Khartoum, the capital of Sudan. The protesters have been demanding the resignation of the transitional government over controversial economic reforms backed by the International Monetary Fund or the IMF that slashes subsidies on petrol and diesel while more than doubling their price. The protesters in Khartoum reportedly burned tires and waved banners that read quote unquote bread for the poor. This came a day after the IMF approved 2.5 billion dollar loan and debt relief deal. Meanwhile, Sudanese authorities said they arrested around 200 members of the former ruling party, accusing them of plotting acts of destruction before the pro-democracy protests. The protesters on Wednesday also marked the second anniversary of massive anti-government protests that raged across the country in 2019, leading to the removal of long-time leader Al-Bashir. Since then, Sudan's military civilian administration has sought to keep the fractured country together and rebuild with the West. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please